Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering Jeepers Creepers 2. Yay! And I feel, I find it so funny how like our Halloween sequels that we did and this one line almost exactly to last year. So I'm just like, yay! <laughs> I don't know why, but anyways. But uh, we kind of planned it that way though. Yeah, yeah, we li- we like your callbacks. <laughs> well, I'm just proud that lined up so well is all. Because I was thinking that we'd have so many movies that we wanted to do, but we're kind of running Not out of movies Not for November. In a way. <laughs> yeah. Not for November. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So for tea, I am... Um, Drinking the uh, Republic of Tea High Calf Breakfast Black Tea. So I that needed some good. caffeine. Yeah. I think you had it. Yeah. I think I did. And I remember it being tasty. It is. What are you <laughs> drinking? I am drinking Bigelow's Orange and Spice Tea. It's an herbal mm. tea, but it tastes like fall in a cup. That sounds like fall in a cup. <laughs> I like it. It is caffeine-free because I am slightly over-caffeinated and it has done nothing anyway today. Oh, so, man. You're at that point of tired. I'm at that point of tired. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. So, um, so Deeper's Creepers. So I for distracted her with a hoodie, guys. Yes. So for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So Deeper's Creepers 2, and I totally got tea on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Jeepers Creepers 2. <laughs> Give me one of those podcast recordings. Yep. <laughs> it starts right back from the first movie where it's still within the 23 days that Jeepers Creepers is eating people. And it's the school bus that uh, is driving home from a game and he gives them a flat tire and the the whole movie focuses around them like figuring out what it is what it wants and then once they know what it wants they're trying to figure out should we stay in the bus should we leave and it's this whole and then there's like this side little story where like his this farmer's kid gets taken in the beginning and he wants revenge um understandably and then so it kind of completes its full circle by he comes in and ends up, uh, I guess, defeating, since he doesn't really kill him, but defeating Deeper's Creepers, or at least pausing him until he goes to sleep. But, he hit the snooze button. Yeah, he hit the snooze button because the little flapper go. <laughs> but, but anyway, so that's the summary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now for entertainment. So for entertainment, <clears throat> I would rate it a 6.5. And the reason being, and I will will be honest, this I actually saw this movie before the first Jeepers Creepers. Um, I had never heard of Jeepers Creepers until a friend 
was like, oh, let's go to Blockbuster and rent Jeepers Creepers too. I know, doesn't that that ages us? So long, Blockbuster. But um, but watching the the first movie several times, uh, actually, I think. I've now watched the first movie a little, maybe once or twice more than the second one. But uh, this definitely is a weaker movie. But it, it's very, it's still very enjoyable. Like, I think the movie is actually strengthened by the fact that there's two stories that end up meeting with each other at the end. Um, because if they just focused on the school bus, that would have been a really, really boring movie and uh i did make note it's like you know last time we recorded it in november and i was thinking i'm like why why does this movie keep us thinking of uh november it's like it's a scarecrow but also they use like a, a color saturation filter on the film that makes it like orange and yellow and so it's so strange to me that they're like, it's every 23rd spring, but they make it look so fall-like. Well, that's the thing. Like, most of the time with corn, you plant it in the spring and you harvest it in fall. And it's the corn is about ready to be harvested. It's turned brown. So they're just <laughs> when being... it's growing, it's green. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that was a mess up that I was going to point out later, but. <laughs> yeah, so, but but they definitely, because looking at the the skin tones of some of the characters and stuff like that, and the lighting, you can tell that they're definitely adding some sort of color filter with it, too. So it's just, it just screams fall. So I, I really wish that they would have fessed up and be like, man, we're just going to change it to every 23rd fall. Yeah, but- they they really couldn't make up their mind, honestly, because the the football team that we're following for most of the movie just won the state championship. And that's usually in, isn't it usually in the spring when it ends? I think so. That sounds right. So, but the corn is ready to be harvested yeah. And you can't really grow it over the winter. That's not how corn works. That's not how corn do. Yeah. So, yeah. Because you normally just, plant stuff it's in like, the... Yeah. Unless it's just like super dry and they're not watering anything and they started it way too early, then... But that's not how corn do. Yeah. So this movie can't decide what it wants. Yeah. But I, I, I also feel like this movie... And you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I will be honest, the last time I saw Jeepers Creepers was last year whenever we did the recording about it. <laughs> this movie seemed a little bit more cheeky than the first one. Yes. It has a little bit more humor, or uh, and then also like the, uh, the little bumper sticker for the one guy. I love I love that uh, little callback too because they're like oh we're asking for help we're gonna get help and then it zooms in and it's like oh no the guy's an idiot yes <laughs> I mean he gets killed anyways but it's just kind of funny the it's just planting that false hope yes yeah and so I feel like they play around with that a lot and they kind of play around with the humor of the creature where he's like move to the side and they're all like oh and then <laughs> it goes down the line to the next victim but yeah it's like. Overall, it it's an enjoyable movie. I definitely was entertained, but definitely weaker than its original counterpart. 
the the characters at least to me weren't as compelling um i wasn't as upset when uh one of them got taken um i really wasn't i don't really feel like i was rooting for anyone to survive really the only person that i was kind of sad that uh she got taken and she's taken kind of early as the bus driver i think her name was <laughs> betty just because she she had a lot of personality she did and then the second they take her away it's like none of the other characters had the personality to hold up to hold the interest for me so for me it does get boring after a little bit um especially when they're stuck in the bus and yeah, it's just the characters aren't as compelling. The storyline does slow down, but I think it's because the actual interesting character that they have, they kill off pretty early in the movie. Um, but of course, I mean, the dad uh, that like fights a monster off is kind of interesting, but it's like you don't really get a whole lot of him until uh, the end. And then that's when the movie actually starts getting good. Yeah. And then they end it. But I will <laughs> say I really do enjoy the ending of the movie. It's like in the first movie, it's like a very tragic, like, oh, crap, like <laughs> type of horror movie ending. But then this one is just like, oh, snap, like <laughs> he's waiting for the thing to wake up. I don't know. It's just kind of a, a more fun uh, ending for me yeah i definitely if you had to watch one or the other deepers creepers one is by far superior but yeah. anyways what would you rate the movie so i would give it a six the other one is definitely by far much much stronger than this one a lot of the characters were very bland and generic or you just didn't like them like the the quarterback kid was such a jerk, yeah. such a racist jerk, that by the time he gets taken, you're like, oh, finally. It takes him a while to get taken, It too. does. It really does. Because, of course, we have to have the high school drama bit, and we have to have the racist crap, where he tries to have everyone vote about kicking people off of the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he himself was one that the creeper kind of picked out. So... He was just, he was a scared jerk. And I'm kind of glad that the girlfriend called him out on it a little bit. But at the same time, he just brought on way too much stupidity. So there were a couple of characters that I kind of liked watching, but I feel like they should have fleshed out a bit more. Kimball or Big K and his friend. I don't know, just, they didn't explain that much in this movie. I know it's a continuation of the first one, but they never mention why What's-Her-Face has psychic powers out of nowhere. Like, apparently this is the first time anything like this has ever happened to her. So she has no basis for it or as to why it's happening or what it is. She just accepts it as, yeah, dead kid told me this is what it is. Yeah. It's definitely true. And the fact that she just jumped and was like, a dead kid yeah. told me. It's like, why wouldn't you yeah. say, oh, I heard along the road, like, we're stopped, you know. I, yeah, just, no, oh. this, they'll believe what I say without question. This is fine. But I didn't really think about that, but yeah. you definitely have a good point on, yeah. like, the, the douchey character. They're like, oh, let's focus on him. But all of the more interesting characters, aside from Betty, but, like, Kimball and then, like, some of the other, or, like, Izzy, they don't really 
put a whole lot of focus on them. They're just like little glances throughout the film, but they're by far the more compelling characters to like. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of them are also kind of interchangeable. You don't really, or at least I didn't really care enough to remember everyone's name. Yeah. Or even the even a lot of the compelling characters. I just I don't remember their names. <laughs> Cause they all they a lot of them were kind of the same and you just don't care <laughs> yeah. at that point. <laughs> so another one would run up and they're like, I think uh, well, some of the others might be okay, but I, I can't find anyone. I don't know who you are. Were you even on the bus? <laughs> like yeah, because with the first movie, they had two very distinct. They had the sister yes. and the brother. Like, it was very easy to cut, tell them yes. apart. They had very distinct personalities. Yeah. And now they did have a psychic in that movie, but they had established a few different times that she has a record of this. Like, everybody knows her as the town crazy, and she has a reputation of this. So they... they have some kind of basis for her and she pops up quite a bit and the things that she says she sees you see in the movie throughout the different scenes this chick suddenly has a freaking seizure and a dream and just accepts it as i'm having these visions that are given to me by a dead kid yeah, that very convenient for their circumstances. Very. Yeah. very. <laughs> so it just doesn't make that much sense. Also, it's uh, we don't really see much of Jeepers Creepers truck, which was a huge part of the first movie. And I can't quite recall because it has been a minute since I've seen the first one. I can't quite recall if the, the police had seized the truck or not. But he suddenly has a magic knife. That likes to fling itself across a room and across space and time. And he also <laughs> apparently has ninja skills where he makes his own shuriken and flings them into tires. So that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, this movie is very strange. They so just it, they just yeah, add I, things for convenience sake. It really is. And I appreciate that they try to up the creep factor. Like it's really oogie the way he plays peekaboo with the kids on the bus and like licks on the glass on the last kid that he picks out that was nasty and it just (laughs) it ooged me out and it still does every time i see that scene it's just like no 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 thank you (laughs) but so that was decent he does put the creeper in jeepers creepers in this movie but it doesn't quite give the same same scare factor. It's more of an oogie, nasty, need to take a shower factor. Because yeah. in the first movie, you have like them finding his lair and seeing all the, the tapestry of bodies all around. Yeah. And you see potty parts. You see a, a person that was almost dead, but not quite reach out for the main kid last time. And you don't get that same feeling with this one. Yeah, he rips right through the tin can of a bus top and <laughs> tries to pull them up. But, I mean, it's it's just not the same. Yeah, It's just not the same. So, it's good to watch immediately after the first one as just a complete continuation. But it's it definitely winds down from the first one. 
in my opinion. Yep. I definitely agree. Yes. But uh, that's all I have for entertainment. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll just scoot right into realism then. So for realism, I'm so curious to see what you rate the movie because I rated it pretty low. I rated it a two. And the That's reason my girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting it. <laughs> uh, but I think so the reason why I rated it a two is there's there's some nitpicky things, but also some overall um potholes or issues with the movie. And I will admit that this is partially me picking the part that's a creature feature but also keep in mind and we've said this over and over oftentimes having something feasible and realistic to be like holy crap this could happen like zombies it's like yeah zombies more than likely won't happen but the fact that it's like this virus that can take over like we have viruses now it's just it's just on the scale of like realism and fantasy that it's like oh crap this might might happen but like with this one it just okay but anyways so the my starting off with my little nitpicks in the very beginning Whenever the the brother of or the son of the farmer is uh, hooking up the scarecrows, I find it so convenient that Jeepers Creepers has his own little pole that he can just hang off from. And so I was thinking, like, either there, there's just a random empty pole, which doesn't seem likely since they have, like, a slew of these scarecrows already hanging up. I'm like, the more likely thing is he, like, took off the scarecrow and hung up himself. I'm like, the fact that it's like, oh, he just so happens to look like the scarecrow and just, like, dark enough and desaturated enough that, is that you can't tell. It's just, that was a little bit stretching reality. And one thing that made me laugh and is totally kind of stretching the boundaries of reality is whenever the son is getting taken, it's like whenever he gets grabbed and he's on the floor and then the the father is trying to find him, you just see the stocks fucking flying up as he's running away. What 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 is he doing that's causing the stocks to fly up? It was so it's it was so much like a cartoon. It's just like yes. it's just oh that was funny. Like I don't see how they were trying to seriously make that scary at all. It just reminded me of a cartoon. <laughs> and then also the okay, so going into the the creature feature part, the fact that the creature can regenerate not just by consuming and then oh his body will regenerate whatever part he needs no he actually uses your own body part to regenerate himself and the reason why that doesn't make sense is first of all he's not really eating then in a way he's just using us to regenerate himself he's not like actually eating eating of what you'd typically think of but also if he's a different creature and he's able to eat humans then he has different genetics and so like biologically speaking that'd be pretty that'd be pretty impossible to be able to replace your body part with uh, another species i mean i guess 
theoretically pig organs i just thought of that i mean theoretically maybe but like the head like whenever you see the head pop up but that was a creepy scene ridiculous but yeah that that's pretty wasn't even creepy to me that was just ridiculous (laughs) yeah it's pretty it's like and they have a lot of moments like that in this movie i feel like in the original they didn't have quite it was a little bit more believable yeah and it was more terrifying in the original because when they ran over him a few times with the car and then he you can hear the bone snapping as he puts himself back together yeah. That's when you're that's the real oh crap we are so screwed moment. Yeah. And then you don't oh, really get that here. Yeah. My last couple of points. So the, uh continuing on the creature feature part, like whenever he has the spear in his eye and he's having trouble getting it out, I'm like how soft and squishy is this creature's body that he can just rip off his head? Or rip a part of his head. I just <laughs> so a lot of that seemed fairly desiccated, which I'll get into that in a bit. Yeah, it's like throughout the movie they make his body look very moist and very squishy. Like <laughs> it's like he's supposed to be the strong, menacing creature, but to me he just is like this structural slime monster because it's just. <laughs> because he's just like all shiny and gooey and i mean maybe it's because of like moist yeah (laughs) trigger warning moist (laughs) but yeah and then of course have to mention whenever i forgot which character it was because it's hard to remember these characters because they're not memorable. But the kid that got wrapped around in the wing and then he gets his head pulled off. I'm like, first of all, that's a very clean pull off. And second of all, the fact that his body continued to flail like that. Like, I can understand, like, muscular twitches, but he was, like, freaking flailing. And for a decent yeah. amount of time, I'm like... Yes. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of disturbing, but at the same time, it's actually kind of crossing into being funny because it's just like, what body is like, who are you? We do this. It looked almost like he was trying to reach out and hit something. Yeah, but because I mean, he was the the jock type, got a fight, whatever. Yeah. So I get where they were coming from, but it was completely unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. But. That's, I, if I wanted to be uh, super specific, I'm sure I could extend my list, but that's at least my general, because I know Jess, Jess always takes the, the prize on explaining the realism. You always think of things that I don't think of, so I'm excited to <laughs> hear what you say. <laughs> because I'm that person that likes to ruin everything by being like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> So this movie is extremely inconsistent. So I do feel like a two is a very fair rating for the realism scale. I did leave a couple of points, mostly for the farmer. (laughs) He was like the most believable to where, and the smartest, to where (laughs) he had these ideas. And with farmers, they have to be 
really good with their tools, with their um, machines and everything. And you can't always get it to a mechanic. They kind of have to be their own mechanic a lot of times. So a lot of what he did, putting together that gun out of the the post puncher <laughs> 500, <laughs> that was fairly believable. I could see that happening. And a lot of it looked like just it was a almost hydraulic type pushing things into ground, which you need a lot of power for. So to make it into kind of a harpoon gun, I could see that happening. That makes sense. I also do appreciate that they did, for the most part, follow rules of the road. And when the first tire blew, they said, I mean, this is a very heavy vehicle first off. And you have an entire football team plus three adults on it. So you really shouldn't be moving it. (laughs) But you can limp it very slowly for a little ways more. And once that second tire blew, they're like, well, (laughs) it's not going anywhere. Because otherwise you're going to tear up the road and cause a whole bunch of other issues. So they had everybody get off of the bus and set flares just in case cuz in a rural area where they have no street lights anywhere for miles it's going to be very difficult for anyone to see them when they're coming down the road so they set the flares and they got everybody off the bus just in case someone wasn't paying attention and could potentially slam into the bus so that was nice and then when one of the adults got taken by way of air. They're like, everybody back on the bus. (laughs) That was also fairly accurate. What is not accurate is they had to wait until another adult was killed and there was blood on the dude's face for everybody to be like, you know what? We should probably roll up the windows too. And I know movies got a movie. I get it. But we don't necessarily need all the drama, the high school racism drama. It felt like filler. I didn't get to play enough in the game, so now I'm butthurt, and I got to take it out on everybody else around me. So we're going to put it to a vote on how we're going to split up with a thing that is actively trying to kill us. And oh, by the way, we're in a bus where, yeah, it can kind of tear through areas, but at least we can kind of get under the seats or move to a different place where it's going to have a more difficult time getting us. We're going to have some kind of cover versus let's go outside the bus where it is complete fields and zero cover for miles around. Yes, this is a fantastic idea. And to the people that made it and didn't get eaten immediately... There were a couple that were like, I've run all around. I must have run 10 miles in the span of like 20 minutes, by the way. And I didn't see any kind of farm. Well, why didn't you just keep going in the opposite direction of the bus instead of circling back around? You know, that's a bad no-no area. (laughs) Why? Why do you go back? Why do you go back there? At that point, no, you just keep booking it to the next county over. Find any kind of cover. So it just didn't make that much sense. I can understand 
one or two being stupid, but the entire group being this dumb makes no sense. I can see the farmer dad not only is just ingenious with his methods, but it did take him a very short amount of time to put all that stuff together. I feel like it would have taken him a little bit longer, but okay. <laughs> He's very, very stubborn about everything and waits till the last minute to like get clear about danger area. <laughs> I can kind of see him being so in his grief and rage that it takes him a bit to be talked down enough to be rational by his remaining son. What I don't understand is him continuously yelling at his son, get us around the bus. When you're pushed up against the bus, there's literally nothing the kid can do. <laughs> you're being dragged by the thing. So there's, there's a little inconsistency there with even his character, and he tends to be one of the best characters in the damn movie. Um, the creeper is also very inconsistent in that he either has super freakish demon strength or a weakened, injured football kid can hold him off without him harming the kid that he's trying to eat. There is no in-between. Movie of convenience. <laughs> very, very convenient movie. So they just, they don't like to tell us how it's supposed to work. They don't have any kind of consistency there. They also don't have any consistency in that sometimes he seems very moist and soggy and oogie. And other times <laughs> and other times when he gets stabbed, there's like dust and he seems dry and desiccated. So like pick one because in other scenes he bleeds. And if it can bleed, it can die. So <laughs> when everything else is like, it can't be killed. Have you tried a different method? <laughs> it's like because a lot of the stabby things cause bleeding, which could potentially cause death if done correctly and several times. <laughs> well, like whenever the farmer at the end was stabbing him, I was like, why didn't they also light him on fire? Yeah. Yeah. Well, heck, why aren't the other kids grabbing literally anything that they have nearby and start stabbing him too? Turn him into mush. Grab the truck, start like running him yes. back and forth over. Yeah, like do yes. throw everything Tear at him. him. Apart. Yeah. Tear him apart. <laughs> I know he was like missing an arm and part of a leg, but uh tear the other pieces off, maybe. <laughs> so, but that is about all I have for my realism, apart from what we had already discussed with the corn, how this just this movie is completely inconsistent is what it boils down to, <laughs> honestly. But I'm curious, what would you do, especially like toward the end? Ooh, it's a toughie because for me, it depends on what my resources are. Like if if you have 23 years. Oh, you're saying at the very end, like the yes, farmer, like preventing him end. from assuming, back. assuming that you've made it through this whole ordeal because you and I are not stupid and there would be no splitting up. Mm. <laughs> what would you do with the body? Basically, I would probably do anything and everything I can. Like I would 
attempt to um, burn it, maybe like bring it to a crematorium since the temperature can get way hotter there. And if for some reason he survives, um, just put him in little boxes and just separate them. And especially like if, if he can regenerate his body, but you put his head in the teeniest, tiniest of boxes, like he's not going to be strong enough to break out of the box. He won't be able to regenerate. So I'm thinking of like really weird, like messed up stuff like that. <laughs> Just literally try anything and everything or like maybe separate his body, but then like put it in the ocean. So that way, like animals can eat it or, or whatever. Like they're. It, Would it do that to a poor animal? Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, there has to be something what does that's. What ever do to you? <laughs> I'm over here being like, oh, I thought they would want some free food. But yeah, that's what I would do. Just like go above and beyond, but like make sure that there's no way that even if he could potentially survive it, he's not going to be able to regenerate. Yep. So I'm somewhat of the same mind. Um, Definitely take it apart. I would have stabbed for a lot longer and not just on the head or the chest everywhere. Just just everywhere that would bleed, stab. Stabby. <laughs> <laughs> but take it apart. See if burning works. If it doesn't, or it, it there's still leftovers, then um, encase it in metal. The pieces, separate pieces. Then encase the metal in concrete. And dispose of those blocks... In different areas. Very, very far apart from each other. Yeah, That's I think they'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, because they... I see you break out of metal. Yeah, because they keep saying, oh, he can't be killed, he can't be killed. But it's like, even if he can't be killed, there's stuff he can do to prevent him from being able to feed again. Mm-hmm. You can restrain him. All you gotta do is delay it long enough that he can't get out of it in 23 days. And him coming back only for uh, every 23 years, that's a huge weakness for that type of oh, creature. Yeah. Because if you know what that creature is, you have 23 years to figure out what how to keep him from coming back. Yep. I do to find it contained or to prevent him from rising again. I do find it funny, though, how they like used him as a way to make a uh, make money. <laughs> I get it. I mean, farming is tough. Farming's some tough freaking work there. So I get it. But at the same... And I also get that he would want to keep an eye on him himself. But maybe not so close to when he's supposed to rise again. Is there going to be the first person he's going to yep. attack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's probably going to be just a little peeved. About what happened the last time he was awake. Yeah. Just a little bit. Kept him from a snack. So those are my thoughts. What do you guys think? How would you stop him? What would you do to prevent him from rising again? Yes. Let us know your thoughts of the movie. We'd love to hear it. And if you would like to send us any movie requests or keep up to date with our content, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and anywhere that you can listen to most podcasts. Yep. 
And if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have a Teespring if you'd like to support us monetarily. And you can find the sites mentioned in the links below. Until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.